And now, a message from Pastor Josh Carmody. Hey, good morning, everybody. Before I get into today's message, I wanted to let you know that I sat down with our advisory board uh, here at New Covenant this week, and we kind of laid out uh, some tentative plans for the rest of May as far as gathering together and what our services are going to look like. And so instead of talking about that right now, I've made a separate video that we'll show you at the end of the service. Uh, We'll also post it to YouTube and and Facebook and put that online so you can share it. But I wanted to let you know that that video will play at the end of my message today. So please uh, stay tuned uh, for that. As you know, we've been going through a series called Building Community in a Socially Distant World. And so we've been doing some things that hopefully have been fostering uh, community. A couple weeks ago, we had Pancake Sunday. Now, We didn't intend for this to happen, but Pancake Sunday became International Pancake Sunday. That's right, you heard me. It became international. The Flores family in Panama, uh, they decided to make pancakes with us. And uh, you can see Jessica there making pancakes. And so all the way in Panama, they were making pancakes with us. And you may have seen Larry and Jean uh, making pancakes with us as well. They're missionaries to, you guessed it, Canada. Uh, Larry's wearing his proudly Canadian t-shirt. And uh, so you can see that that Pancake Sunday wasn't just Pancake Sunday. It was International Pancake Sunday. And so I think it's safe to say um, that Pancake Sunday uh, is a global phenomenon. So uh, there's that. And we had a great time uh, with Pancake Sunday. And last week, Pastor Mike uh, encouraged us to uh, write letters or call people or text people and to engage uh, with others in community. And I actually want to read a scripture uh, that he shared with us last week. So let's look at that this morning. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 to 8 says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up. A time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw Away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. So there is a time and a season for everything. There is a time and a season for everything. And you know, I hear a lot about people wanting to go back to normal, back to the way things are. But I would encourage us in this time, in this season, that instead of wanting to go back, that we look forward uh, to the new season that God has for all of us. We are in a different time. We are in a different season. And we cannot go back to the way things were, but we can go forward into what God has for us as people. And so the future is definitely going to look different than our past. The way that you and I view and think about life around us has changed. We are in a different season. 
We're in a different time. But I have some good news for us today. And that's this. We're in a different season. But the message of the gospel is the same. We're in a different season. We're in a different time. One of the words that keeps coming up is unprecedented. And that is true. But here's the good news. The good news is that the message of the gospel is the same. Jesus still loves you. Jesus still loves me. He died on the cross for our sins. He cares for us. He came to set uh, captives free, to give liberty and freedom to all who would believe in him and accept him as their Lord and Savior. That's good news. The seasons might change, but there's one thing that will never change, and that is the message of the gospel. Our mission and our vision is the same. We will, as a church, continue to love God, love others, and impact our world. Now, earlier this year, we talked about Vision 2020. I was back in January, and we talked about the vision that God has for us in 2020. And this was before we knew any of this was coming. We talked about how we are a diverse community of people transformed by the love of Jesus Christ. We are a diverse community of people transformed by the love of Jesus Christ. And here's the good news. We can build community around the vision that God has for us. That's another way that we can build community. We can build community because of the vision that God has given us as a body. One of the things we talked about is that we want every family, every individual to engage with the word of God on a daily basis, to engage with the Bible on on a daily basis, every day, to read your word, to dig in to the Bible. And maybe you're watching today and you say, Josh, I don't, what's the, what's the Bible? I mean, I've heard of it, but let me tell you a little bit about the Bible. The Bible is made up of 66 different books written over the course of 1,500 years, written, written on three different continents and three different languages by over 40 different authors. But it was all inspired by one Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit inspired the Bible, the words that we read in there. And here's the thing, they have one theme. There's one theme throughout all of those books and all of those years and all the different countries and all of this stuff. There's one theme that runs throughout the scripture and that is the redemption of mankind through our Savior, Jesus Christ. It runs throughout the whole thing from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Everything we read points to our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has redeemed mankind, set us free. So we encourage you, just like we did back in January, to read your Bible every day. And I want to read you a quote. I said this uh, back in January. You can go back and look. And I, I, I quote, this is a quote from me, something I said in January. And this is what it is. And it's on the screen. It says, we want to keep people connected and reach the unchurched through the use of the new covenant app, social media, and the weekly live stream. Now, I feel like that line right there has a whole lot more weight today than it did back in January. I mean, look at that. We want to keep people connected and reach the unchurched through the use of new covenant apps, social media, and the weekly live 
stream. We've been doing that, haven't we? It's been so awesome to hear testimonies of people who have reconnected with the church, of people who would normally not go to church, co-workers that you may have, friends, neighbors that you may have who are watching online with us. I mean, that is happening. The vision that God gave us in January, it's coming true right now among us. We, I know things are a little different. I know this season has changed, but God is constant. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so the vision that he has given us has not been thrown off because of a disease or a pandemic. We are still moving forward with the vision that God has given us. You know, we, we want to stay connected. We, we said the New Covenant app and social media and our online live church presence online. And, and the New Covenant app, we recently updated that. If you have not checked that out in a while, please go and check it out. It's, it's updated. We feel like it's a little more streamlined. And hopefully that's something. There's an easy way on there to share it with your friends. Anybody that you might think could use some encouragement or a church to belong to, you can send them a link right through that app uh, to download download the app and check us out online. We've been sharing uh, quite a bit on Facebook and, and on YouTube and our, our subscribers have been going up. Our like, the people that like our page has been going up. And again, we want to connect. We want to connect with people who are searching for Christ. We want to connect with you who are, you know, if you're not able to be with us, we want to continue to connect with you in a virtual way. And that's why I think the live stream has been so important. We get notes all the time. You guys are like, man, I really love connecting online. I'm so glad that we can still connect together online. And I am too. It's, it's not the same. I get that. But it, it is still great to be able to engage with one another online. And so all of those things that we've been talking about in January and the vision that God has for us, they're it's happening right here among us. And it's very cool to see. Um, and with all of that said, we will meet in person again. We will. It will happen. And like I said, stay tuned to the end of the message. I've got an update on some of those things. But we will meet in person again. Look at what Acts uh, chapter 2 uh, verse 46 says. It says they worshiped together at the temple each day. They met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. So we see in the early church, have you noticed, it says they worshiped at the temple each day. So that's changed over the course of the last few thousand years. We don't meet in churches or the temple. We don't meet every day. We generally meet once a week. And now that's changed again. Uh, we don't actually meet in a church, but we do meet in homes, right? Even if it's just with ourselves. And so just as that has changed over the years and it's changed right now and we're in a different season, when we meet again, I just want to let you know, it will absolutely look different than when we met in March. It's going to look different. I want to prepare you now. Uh, just so everybody's on the same page. It's going to look different. It has to look different. The message of the gospel stays the same. We said that. But here's the thing. Our, our methods to get that message out will absolutely continue to change. The message of the gospel will stay the same. But our methods to get that good news out to other people will absolutely continue 
to change. It is. It's going to keep on changing. We need to keep current with what's going on in our world. We want to continue to reach people where they are. So be prepared for change. And I know how much we all love change. Like I said, we're not going back. Get it out of your head. We're not going back. Why would you want to go back? I want to live for the future. I want to look forward to what God has for us. So don't see these changes as bad. These changes are going to be good. Because we're moving ahead, we're going forward, we're trusting in God, and we know that the message of the gospel never changes. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He loves us no matter what. He's with us no matter what. And we know that when we gather together again, he's right here in the midst of us. And not only that, but I feel that as we gather online and you're in your homes, we're still building community. We're together embracing this message of the gospel and we're sharing this together and God inhabits the praises of his people. So wherever you're praising, wherever you're worshiping, wherever you're receiving this content, God inhabits the praises of his people. He is with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. So you and I, we can continue to build community in this socially distant world. Our vision has not changed. Let me remind you of a few challenges I gave us earlier this year. You may or may not remember them. I want to remind you of them. This is something we can all do together to continue building community. You can start a Bible reading plan. We want you to engage with the Bible. Psalm 119 verse 11 says this, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Today is Sunday, May 3rd. It's day 124 of my reading plan. 124 days in. You say, well, Josh, I missed the boat. Like, I didn't start January 1st. That's okay. Start May 3rd. It's totally fine. Start today. Engage with the Bible. I challenge you to do it today. I give you another challenge. Uh, I challenge you to attend Our Father sometime in 2020. Look what Matthew 6, 9 through 13 says. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. And so we decided to call this our Father as a time where we get together and pray and read the scripture together. Now we made a decision not to do those online. We made a decision, it would just be a little difficult to try to do those online. And I have good news for you is that we tentatively, tentatively is the word, plan to have one uh, for June 13th at 6 p.m. There are Saturday nights, the second Saturday of every month. We had a couple of them this year, and uh, obviously they've been canceled the last few months, but we are hoping to have one June 13th at 6 p.m. So mark that down, write that down. Uh, Join us for our Father, a time of praying and reading God's word together. And another challenge that we had was keep on running. Keep on running. Look at this scripture in Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. It says, Therefore, 
Since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its its shame. And now he is seated in the place of honor. Before, before, wow, in the place of honor beside God's throne. So here's the thing. We are serious about the fact that we will continue to run, that we are going to run the race that has been set before us. We want to run. In fact, we're so serious about it, we made a little video for you guys this week. We even asked uh, one of our friends, Danielle Pearson, to help us out. Here's what we did. We made a workout video set to the tune of We Will Run. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a little time and we're going to build community around the fact that you and I can work out together for a very short three and a half minutes. Hey, you did it. Good job. High fives all around. Hey, we have thoroughly enjoyed making uh, these videos, and I hope you've enjoyed watching them because, again, we want to build community in a socially distant world. And not only that, ne- next time you're in the mood to work out and maybe you just want to work out for three and a half minutes, you got a video at your disposal anytime you want. So uh, you just remember that and work out with us any old time you want. Uh, as I said earlier, you know, church services look a little different right now. You know, we got these videos going, we've, everything's online. Church services look a little different right now, but we are, we are still moving forward. I, I hope you get that today. I've said it a whole bunch of times. We are still moving forward. We're moving forward and we are not looking back. We will continue to read our word, pray, and run the race that has been set before us. And so today I want to challenge all of us to build community. And this is going to sound really redundant, but I, it, give me a second. Build community by stepping into community. Build community by stepping into community. What am I saying? I'm saying intentionally step into the lives of others. Intentionally step into the lives of others. One of those ways that you could do that would be by joining a Zoom community group, also known as a Zimmunity group, is what I've been heard and told. And uh, so anyway, those are running right now, and will go until the first week of June. Uh, you can sign up for one of those. Actually, no, you don't have to sign up. You can just go to nccfd.org slash community groups. If you see one that you like, just hop on when it's time to start and you will be admitted to that community group. We want to build community. So you can step into community, step into other people's lives by simply clicking a link and joining a Zoom community group. They've been going well. It's a good opportunity to hang out for a little bit. They're pretty short. It's not a huge commitment time-wise or, or anything. You just show up, hang out, talk a little bit, and then look forward to the next one. Look at what Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 says. It says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I'll make a helper who is just right 
for him. Now, if you've been around here at all and we talk about community groups, chances are this scripture pops up from time to time. And that word alone, it says it's not good for man to be alone. That word means separated, lonely, and isolated. And, uh, and, and so here's the thing. I know the scripture says that it's not good for man to be alone. And I think a better word there would be lonely or isolated or separated. Because here's, here's the thing. You can be in a large group and still feel lonely, isolated, and separated. Uh, this idea of being alone, it just means that you are by yourself. And that's probably been happening more recently than maybe in times past. Being alone isn't necessarily a bad thing. Some of us, like introverts, recharge by being alone and like just some time to themselves. So I want you to understand that when we read this scripture and we say it's not good for man to be alone, it's, it's not that it's not good for someone to be single or it's not good for someone to spend some time by themselves. That's not what we're saying at all because in your com- singleness, God has made you complete and whole and, and, and beautifully and wonderfully made and sometimes it's just good to be alone so you can recharge your batteries. But whether you're by yourself or whether you're with groups of people, even sitting at home with family and people surrounding you, you can still feel lonely and isolated and separated. And that's what the heart of this scripture is saying. It is not good for man to be lonely. It's not good for men and women to be isolated and separated, cut off, removed. That is not good. And so community groups give us a chance to connect with others where we would have been separated or isolated or cut off. It allows us to connect with some other people because that's what it's all about. You and I need meaningful, we need meaningful interaction with others. We really do. I know I talk about it a lot and you might not believe me, but we need meaningful interaction with others. Now that doesn't have to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but it needs to happen on a regular basis. A great way to build community is to step in to a Zoom community group. Recognize the fact that you need meaningful relationships with other people and engage with them. That's one way that you can continue building community. Another thing that we've talked about in the past but really haven't done much with lately is something called START. And we want to provide START to you online in June. And now you might be asking, well, Josh, what is START? START's a four-week class where we talk about the church, what we're all about, what we believe, why we exist. And then we spend a whole lot of time talking about you, your personality, the gifts, the spiritual gifts that God has given you. And we talk about your place in the body of Christ. So if you want to take START, you just let us know. If you want to know more about New Covenant, if you want to find your place and begin to serve, I got news for you. Coming out of uh, what's been going on, we're online church only. As we begin to phase out of that, I want you to know that there's going to be some other opportunities to volunteer that didn't exist uh, before we went 100% online. There's going to be some new ministry opportunities created uh, because of where we are and because of the time in the season. And so if you want to get plugged into New Covenant and serve and use the gifts that God has given you, I would encourage you to join us online for start in June. Excuse me.
I also want to let you know that we have a baptism uh, tentatively set for July 5th, all right? Tentatively. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of if how all that would look, but for right now, we're tentatively planning on July 5th. We were going to have one uh, back in April, and obviously that didn't work out. And so I'm hoping July 5th we can do a baptism service. And so if you uh, are wanting to be baptized, again, just let us know. Send us a message. Uh, call us. Throw it on whatever platform you're watching right now. Just let us know if you would like to be baptized. And what baptism is, it's an outward expression of an inward confession. And so if you have made the decision to follow Jesus Christ. This is basically letting the whole world know that, hey, I, uh, I died to my own old self. I died to who I was, that it was buried in that water, right? Just like Jesus was buried in that, that tomb. But then just as Jesus came to new life, you have new life in Christ. And so that baptism signif- signifies a dying to your old self in new life in Christ. And so if you want to make that decision to be baptized, we want to offer that to you on July 5th. Now, maybe through all this, you're saying, Josh, okay, fine. These are all ways, I guess, we build community because we're bringing people like through baptism and, and, and start. People are joining, you know, the church and starting to serve and in Zoom community groups. But honestly, I, I just don't know if I can do any of those. Maybe I've already been baptized or I've already taken a start or I don't know if I want to do a Zoom community group. I just, I know you talk about it all the time, but I'm still not convinced that's okay. You can continue to call others and reach out like PMAC talked about last week. Pastor Mike encouraged us last week to call and text and write other people and encourage them. Let them know that we're thinking about them. You can invite people to, to virtually eat dinner with you. My family, we've done that. We've given that a try, and it's fun. It's a good time. It's, you know, a little bizarre getting the, all the camera angles right and figuring it out, but it's a, it's a good time of building community. Here's the thing. Intentionally step into the lives of others. Intentionally step into the lives of others. We have a pretty good example of someone to follow, and that would be Jesus. He stepped into our lives. He stepped into our messes to set us free. I have a scripture I want to read. It's not going to be on your screen, but it's John 3, 16 and 17. And it says, God loved the world this way. He gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not die, but will have eternal life. Verse 17 says, God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but to save the world. So I want you to know, Jesus stepped into our mess. He stepped into our lives, not to condemn us, not to point a finger at us, not to tell us how bad we were, but according to these scriptures, to save us. He stepped in to save us so that we could have eternal life, so that our old way of living would be gone and we would have a fresh start, a new lease on life. So God sent his son into the world, not to condemn, but to save the world. For more information on New Covenant, contact us at 3318 Fifth Avenue South, Fort Dodge, Iowa, 50501. Or you can call us at 515-955-6222.